The following podcast you're about to hear is an account of the shenanigans two nerds, Greg D. and Genius McGee. They embarked on what started as a trip to an innocent horror convention, Days of the Dead, in the quaint town of Schaumburg, Illinois. What follows is the recording of the madness and mayhem they experienced. It was the only thing to survive. This is the Nerds of Nostalgia do Days of the Dead. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, and you're listening to the Nightmare Junkhead Podcast. What? We are horror nerds that weave in and out of your consciousness like a bad nostalgic dream you can't wake from. This is the Nerds of Your Nightmare podcast, where we combine the nerds of nostalgia along with Nightmare Junkhead to enhance your overall listening experience. My name is Greg D. I'm Genius McGee. And we are... We are on road tripping. We are road tra- tripping right now. We are out of the nerdvana, mm-hmm. if you will, and we are in a uh, little motel room, hotel. Motel, motel hotel, hotel. Holiday Inn. <laughs> Not quite the Holiday no. <laughs> Inn, but we are here in the snow trouting area the, here. The winter wonderland of Schaumburg, Chicago. It's it's wonderful. We are here at the Days of the Dead Horror mm-hmm. Convention, and it has been a blast so far. Yeah, it's been fun and a bun, man. And it is a winter wonderland right now. Yeah. We came in. We got in four in the morning. And speaking of four in the morning, let us introduce. He's going to be sitting in with us all this weekend here. He is. You've, you know him from Nerds of Nostalgia. I don't believe you've ever had the, uh, the the pleasure of having you on Nightmare Junkhead at this point, but you know you are a fixture in the podcast family, friend of the podcast, friend of everyone, our our, our main man, our Lord Humongous, <laughs> Dustin. <laughs> Dustin, how you doing, my What's friend? What's going on, guys? Nothing. Thanks for uh, you did the the bro the, 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 the marathon chauffeuring. Of, yeah. Yes, to to actually cart our asses up here at this point. <laughs> hey, man, it was it was a fun drive. A lot of Biggie, a lot of Taylor Swift, driving nerd Daisy. It was what was really bad though is I am not much of a, a road tripper and so they're trying to engage me in conversation. I'm just staring out, looking at stars the entire time. I even brought Mad Libs and I'm like, "Greg, give me a noun." Um, not now. Pants. I'm like, oh man. I, he's like, skip. Was once voted the worst Mad Libs player ever. No, but sadly I got caught in the stars and I was envisioning like a you know sitcom running through my head and it was trippy too. Speaking of the stars, you did that. Big one. That looked big like a, one was looked crazy. Like a, looked like a firework. I was half expecting to see Matilda May, right? Come, you know, strolling along the highway at any point. Oh, I, we, we, I we would stop and pick Sputnik her up. Was falling. I know, the sky. Yeah, no, it was crazy though. Well, we also, you know, between the three of us, I think we saw at least four <coughs> shooting stars yeah. on the way up there. Yeah. So I didn't know if that was a bad omen. <laughs> and then we get here about four in the morning. <laughs> wonderful though the, the staff welcomed us in yeah uh, they gave us a little bit of a not a discount but they're like it's friday you can go ahead and check right in. thank god jay's new friend sherman yeah sherman sherman shout sherman. out to sherman shout out to sherman sherman hemsley sherman and schomburg it was pretty nice uh but then we uh kind of regrouped and we've been experiencing the con it's fantastic yeah it's everything Crypticon was, just in terms of the, the familiarity, the camaraderie, uh, just seeing a lot of the same vendors. Yeah. And then, but this is on a larger scale, though. So we've got so many more people here. Mm-hmm. It's like huge. It is. It is. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we've got our celebrity guest here. Uh, there's Elvira. The mistress. How good does Elvira look? Man, she is beautiful. Golly. It's absolutely it's unreal. Just breathtaking. Golly. There's several people here, I'm pretty sure at home, they do have that painting, you know, where they're just, you know, the whole Dorian Gray thing because some of they still look <laughs> Sandal. Yeah. Sandal Bergman. Yeah. Sandal look great. Oh, uh, absolutely. Kansas City native. I'd like mm-hmm. to see her kick ass in the new Conan film. Absolutely. Maybe, br- maybe bring her back as as a, as a full-on Valkyrie, absolutely. Still one of my best best parts in that movie, man. Do you want to live forever? She mm-hmm. saves his ass. All Valkyrie up. Dun, 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 dun. That Basil Polidaris score, man, it just works for everything. Um, but, but there's also Ray Dong Chong with mm-hmm. the uh, Schwarzenegger connection. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, her experience in Commando, and also I'm not gonna lie, one of my all-time favorite flicks, which I never get to talk about it, but uh, American Flyers, which is a uh, it's a ten speed like racing movie uh with uh, kevin costner's in it yeah um oh yeah robert townsend is yep. in it actually <laughs> no it's great the hell of the west there's there's fans out there shout us out there um but who else do we got here there's um c Can- thomas Howell. yeah c top the soul man and yeah. another ray don chong connection mm-hmm. yeah i've still got i still got to get my brother an autograph for a red dawn picture for him Wolverine. <laughs> that's exactly what i want him to write on it too it's gonna be 
it's going to be really cheesy. But he doesn't have any Soul Man merchandise out on I'm time. sure I can, I can it's probably see, frowned yeah. upon. I like, well, yeah. <laughs> Those movies just don't get made anymore at this point. <laughs> uh, but we've got some, uh, there's uh, Doug Bradley is here. Uh-huh. Kane Hodder is here. Mm-hmm. Um, Sid Haig. Sid, Sid Haig. Bill Mosley. Yeah, we've got some great celebrity guests here. Uh, Charlie, the drummer from Anthrax, was walking around the main convention floor Friday night. Lost my shit because I was like, is that Charlie been... Oh, my God. And then I realized who it was, but I didn't want to bother him because he was his kids. Yeah. You know, he's a fan. I didn't want to... Now, if he had been here, I'd been just... Thanks, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I kind of nerded out there. It was nice. But I, again, I love the camaraderie. Yeah. And the merchandise already at this point that several of us have oh, already oh, accrued. Wow. You're like, we're like, ah, oh, we got to be a little bit more frugal now. I found two records I was looking for, which is good. Yeah. Um, so I found the Halloween 3 score on vinyl awesome and then the the, um, the creep show so be listening for a what's that score episode here oh, absolutely. really soon. are you kidding <laughs> yeah we've got a, a lot of those coming up and then i'm excited because i know we're gonna have some the way kind of we did with crypticon and the uh the kansas city comic con where we bring in people mm-hmm. you know people we creepily invite hey you want to come to our room and record thank like, god we're somewhat <laughs> you know legitimate here bona fide because otherwise you know people would be going against all their instincts <laughs> plying them with drinks you know Come on up! I got some shit that'll knock your socks off. <laughs> and so we've got, we definitely will have some people we're talking with. I believe uh, returning to the podcast, um, Misty Don, Misty Don. I'm really excited Turn for the podcast. Um, I know we're going to be talking with Ghoulish uh, Gary Pullen, which I'm really excited for because that guy's art is actually on the Creep Show vinyl that I have, which is awesome. Dude signed it. Awesome guy. Um, you know, but who knows who else we're going to have on here? Mystery guests. <laughs> we don't know. We're making it up as we go along. Uh, but there's uh, beyond just all the celebrity and the vendors, we've also been able to, um, we saw a little short uh, film. film. Short film festival. All, all women directors. directors. Yeah. And they were awesome. We had a mm-hmm. uh, you know, friend of the podcast, Gigi Guerrero's mm-hmm. El Vigante, screened first. Uh, that, was the, that was the primer. And that's, that was a great way to start yeah. that whole little mix of She said films. that that's going feature length, right? Yes. That, Good. And the, the, I mean, just the 15-minute teaser was awesome. It's was that your, Was that your uh, first time seeing that movie? Yeah, that was oh, the first was? time I saw it. Oh, yeah. And, I, and I'm, I'm glad I saw it on the, not not the big, big screen, mm-hmm. but, right, the, but, the, the, but a big a screening screen. screen. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. I liked it a lot. Tejano made Chainsaw Massacre, Yeah, man. I, I thought it was really, it, it was really intricately shot. I mean, it, it still had a little bit of, like, dirt and grime to yeah, it. The way it, it, was, it was, yeah, but, it was shot. Yeah. But, I mean, it was very on par production wise with yeah. you know a lot of the horror films that you see nowadays yeah and all the other movies were good too yeah they, they were. were all really good there wasn't a stinker in the bunch man. no i was re- i was actually enthralled the entire yeah. time yeah there was no there really weren't and they really span different kind of genres and mm-hmm. influences um so you got some kind of classic callbacks uh-huh. uh there was one that was a uh, very uh uh, actually, no, I guess it was... There was some subtle ones. There yeah. was some very subtle ones. And then there was some ones that just took dark turns. Oh. And then there was, like, comedic ones. And just, like... It, they, and they were... Yeah, that would be a great, like, anthology. It really worked because the one that, the one that got me was the one that was called Stalled. Where the oh, guy... Oh, yeah. He's losing his shit over the phone. He thinks another guy is uh, getting ready to carjack him. And then you get, the, you know, the chaos that ensues from there. Yeah. And, oh, it just... it's That was a good one. It's darkly funny, but it's kind of the funny where you kind of feel bad laughing at mm-hmm. because you're just like, oh! In fact, that the the entire room kind of reacted that way, too. Yeah. yeah it was like, like oh, oh, shit. We just saw some ill-ass shit go down <laughs> yeah. here. And, uh, that yeah. uh, substance one was cool, too. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, With just, the, the, the whole, like, rave thing and then the whole, this whole setup where it's like, oh, shit, something just happened bad. Well, the, the entire time, though, all I was thinking of, I would not enjoy that. I'm just yeah. so old now. I'm like, God, that looks like a lot of work with a lot I, of... I just brought back, it brought back good memories. I was like, ah, oh, yeah. That's... We had to drag genius off the, the <laughs> ceiling. It's like, come back down here, man. Come back down. Yeah, I know. No, there's a really good, cool combination of them. I'm glad, I'm glad we saw that. Yeah. Because um, there's also very special events. Uh, I know Bret Hart had a panel. A lot um, of panels going on. A lot of yeah. really good panels. Yeah, we got to make sure we catch a couple. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, there's the uh, Devil's Rejects. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's going to be the... There was the Halloween one. Uh, PJ Souls is PJ here. PJ Souls is here. She's totally... totally. <laughs> no, this is this is kind of a... This is my second horror convention, and I'm enjoying the shit out of it. Uh, just, again, the camaraderie with everyone. I just It's just enjoyable to be around these yeah. people. And I, I, I had a five minute conversation outside with some dude. I was wearing the um, Event Horizon shirt. Mm-hmm. He goes, "Dude, Event Horizon was great." And I'm like, "Yeah, just random dude." He goes, "You know what else? 
even be better parent if you did uh, in the mouth of madness. And then we just went off on in the, the in the mouth of madness and just talking talking shop. It was it's great. It's Any, great. Anytime you can, you know, squeeze in the Lovecraftian themes, yeah. you know, in your movies like that. Oh, and man. then there's a costume contest of which I believe you are entering. I, I'm, I'm entering. I'm Excellent. entering. Can we so. tell everyone who we who you're portraying right I'm, now? I'm Gunnar Hansen, his Leatherface. God rest his soul, man. man I think it's I, a spot on Leatherface. <laughs> Thank too, you. Know, I it, is, to. it is. If anyone was at the uh, our uh, trick or treat horror marathon, it's yeah. the same costume that Genius was wearing. Uh, yeah, no. This you were been... scaring the shit out of little people in the in the lobby. That was awesome. <laughs> there were, some of them are really cool. Some of them, the little kids are like, "Yeah, yeah, that's awesome." And then other kids are like, "And then I put the mask on. They're like, oh, oh, I'm not back out.'" Yeah, no, I like. I've it. seen many a kid use his mom as a shield at this point yeah. with you, man. So it's it is entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> as sick as that does make us, um, but yeah, this has been a blast so far. And so the uh, this episode is going to be kind of bits and pieces in terms of people we talk with. Uh, hopefully, we'll talk to some cosplayers out there. We've seen some really good costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, special guest. Who knows who else we're going to talk to? Um, but I'm excited. This has been a blast so far. Yeah, um, this is it's got to become an annual event. You know, as far as I'm concerned. Or at least yeah. you know, following around like the dead, you know, because Days of the Dead they do go all around, don't they? Yeah, Days of the Dead goes around, Crypticon goes all around. I mean, hell, look at uh, Eric and Zach. You can yeah. go. They do eleven you months. The convention the, yeah, circuit. you can you can do that. Yeah, it's 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 a, it's, its own entity. Yeah. It's, it's a living, breathing thing out there. That's a cool thing. I know. That's, yeah. that's a huge shout out to Atomic Cotton too. It's mm-hmm. Every every, every yeah. time I've seen them, they bring out like four or five, if not more, new, new designs. Yeah, and 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 you notice the great thing about it is everybody's wearing, wearing them. Their yeah. Shit. Yeah, you know? I've seen so many people here wearing the Atomic Cotton stuff just yeah. everywhere. I mean, not so much. It was more at Crypticon, but mm-hmm. still, you can still tell the big presence. Yeah. And that's and just it. that this is a more national convention. Yeah. And so we are getting people on the outskirts in the Midwest, and that just shows you how it is growing, which is awesome because yeah. they're our friends. Yeah. You know, and if they weren't our friends, well, I'd still admire the shit out of the work anyway because it's really good. Yeah. Oh, it's great. I mean, I, every time I see them, I ultimately buy two or three more shirts. Well, shit, I was going to try and buy some today, and he's like, I'm all out. I mean, it was Friday. It was like the first Man. day. And yeah, I mean, he goes, yeah, man. If you ever see something you like, you, you better jump snag on it. it. I'm like, ah, damn. It's All wonderful right. to see. And actually, the way that horror community has embraced them in terms of the gifts they're getting, uh, applesauce, applesauce balls, applesauce yeah. <laughs> balls. If anyone's you know follows them, uh, they're very little applesauce is his own little entity where he is a, a right. celebrity to the point. But then they had some people brought in these little uh, like, like clay like, like clay testicles yeah. with like tail on. It's them. great. It's great. So I just I love the love yeah. that goes out there. It's kind of not to go hippy dippy here, but. Uh, <laughs> Just, what is this a love fest? <laughs> but no, I, I love it here. So yeah, this is going to be a good episode, I think, just in terms of you know everything that we're going to be bringing in. So content, and, yeah. yeah. So until we do that, uh, I guess we're going to be signing off here for only a second. Of course, yeah. We'll be back, guys. This is Sid Haig for Nightmare Junkhead. Listen, I'll come over there and put my boot all up in your ass. All right, gang. We're back here in the Marriott. Yes, Schomburg. Days of the Dead Horror Convention mm-hmm. in the hotel room, Hotel Motel. Again, haven't kind of figured out what we're going to classify it here. Uh, but one of the things I've always really enjoyed about the horror conventions, even though technically I've only been a two, but of the two I've been to, uh, the one of the biggest pulls for me is all the artwork yeah. that you can get at the convention. You know, there's, there's something to be said for the, the camaraderie of everyone, um, all the cool toys, DVDs, this and that, mm-hmm. but it's ultimately the art yeah. that always pulls me back in. And that's one of the things I'm always scared about going to the conventions, because I ultimately know, yeah, that art is always going to put a <laughs> hole in my wallet, but it's always worth it, especially when you've got some unique creative artwork that's going up on your home. And, you know, ultimately you're supporting artists. Yeah. Always a good thing. So I mentioned it earlier, we are going to bring in some special guests here, and we definitely have a very special guest here. I'm very excited. Uh, <laughs> ignoring the rules of the folks, again, entering a stranger's motel room, you know, without, you know, proper <laughs> identification. Uh he is the former art director over at Rumorg Magazine. He has designed some of your all-time favorite horror movies in relation to companies such as Mondo, Death Waltz Records, Waxwork Records, and Arrow Video. Uh, I am truly excited because I have actually admired your artwork for quite a while, you guys. We have Ghoulish Gary Pullins here. <laughs> Thanks, man. I How really are you? appreciate that. I'm doing great. Yeah, I mean, I'm sorry if I sound like Joan Rivers right now. I've been talking uh, all all weekend. <laughs> Can we talk? Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, like like I don't smoke cigarettes anymore, so it's like, but I've got the uh, the husk. 
it, it, the more you can sound like Tom Waits, I think that's to your advantage. <laughs> yeah, actually. you're right. That's absolutely um, true. So before we go into any detail of anything at this point, I want to make sure uh, tell our listeners where can they find you out on the social media. Sure, just uh, at Ghoulish Gary um, on Instagram, on Twitter, uh, Facebook. It's just Ghoulish Gary. You can sh- Ghoulish Gary pulling. You can search for that. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm on there. Okay, perfect. Now, that's nice. So no other ghoulish Gary out there that had like the no, no name there, name? No, there's a ghoulish Glenn, uh, I believe, and, and, and there's a, there's another there's another guy, but uh, he's ghoulish like, I don't know, like Brady or something. Like, I don't know. But uh, no, I, I don't know. It's kind of a nickname um, given to me, and it's kind of stuck. Really? And, uh, and I just wanted to sort of like keep it as sort of like an artist name. I mean, kind of like Ghastly Graham Ingalls from like the, uh, you know, Tales from the Crypt days. Um, okay. yeah. And and, and Dirty Donnie is, a, is another guy. He's an artist in, in Canada. Well, he lives in Southern California now. But um, I don't know. It's just sort of like a, this, this is like a, monor, a moniker, you know. Yeah. Um, and it's and got it the kind of it aptly describes my artwork or my style, too. So it just kind of stuck. Well, you, you, okay, so you, you had a, a nickname early on. Can you tell us kind of your, your crime alley origin story just in terms of maybe not even the art side or even the horror movie side? Because that's, I mean, you draw heavily from that genre. So, you know, what was the start? What, what gave you that initial spark? You know, just, um, you know, my, I, my grandfather was a painter, so I would see his paintings in the basement. Um, he passed, like, before I was born. So, but, you know, my dad hung on to a lot of his artwork. I would see that. Um, you know, I did get into horror at a very early age because it was a TV show in Canada um, called The Hilarious House of Frightenstein. And it is a spoof kind of half educational psychedelic 70s show. It, start, it, <laughs> yeah. it started in 1974. <laughs> it was it was filmed in uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. And it was broadcasted, you know, some into the States too. Like people in Boston got to see it. You know, a lot of people got to see the show in the States. So there is some crossover there. But it's very Canadian, uh, you know, centric. And it starred Billy Van, and he was sort of like a comedian. He could have easily been like uh, like a Rick Moranis or or like a Joe Flaherty. Like he was amazing. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, he played ten characters. He played the Count. He played the Wolfman. He played Griselda, which was the witch who cooked in the kitchen. And he had these great, brilliant, brilliant um, spoofs and, and 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 sketches that they would come up with. They had Igor. You know, they had all these characters. Um, he had a he had a, a mini me. And that's where Mike Myers got the idea for his mini me in Austin he, Powers. So he pulled directly from sure, that. Sure, because you know he's Canadian too, so right. he would have saw the show. Mm-hmm. And um, it's, <laughs> it was just this crazy show. But the kicker is this: they had Vincent Price come in for three days, shoot 120 episodes or 130 episodes, something like that. And uh, he did it all in two or three days. And he would do the intros and outros. So he'd be like, "Another lovely day begins," and then he would do a poem, and that would lead into the librarian. And then the librarian would, you know, he would tell you a story that wasn't scary. It was never scary, right? <laughs> you know, I can imagine and, that. And, and it, it was a comedy. <laughs> it, it was a comedy show, uh, but it was also um, they needed it to be educational as well, and uh, so. They hired, you know, like a, a real professor to come in and do his skit. So he's teaching how magnets work and how to take baking soda and, you know, do crazy like science class stuff. And and so, yeah, so it was sort of like half educational, but really it was a comedy show mm-hmm. and really, really good, um, really entertaining. So that was kind of my gateway because I was like, well, you know, they're spoofing Dracula and Frankenstein and, and, and the mummy and stuff like that. And, and it's like, well, where did that come from? Oh, Universal Monsters, right? And then so there was also a Cleveland channel that uh, we got in Canada, and they would show Godzilla movies. Uh, they would show the Universal Monster stuff or, like, really some cult stuff, you know, like edited for TV of stuff. Course, yeah. but, of course. You know, it's the gateway. And that's where, and that's where it started. And, uh, and then, yeah, and then also finding uh, Famous Monsters of Filmland magazine and the, the covers of uh, Basil Gogos, you know, or <laughs> I can never say his name right. Basil Gogos is how I say it with my Canadian accent. <laughs> and, uh, you know, honestly, like, um, those covers were so vivid. And, you know, as, as art was kind of always around me when I was a kid, I started to draw. Um, just, just you know, just like to draw. And it, another funny sidebar um, is uh, at the time, um, you know, my dad would take us to church. And we weren't a very religious family. Um, in fact, you know, we fought tooth and nail every time my dad wanted to take us to church. But, uh, you, know, <laughs> you know, he was just doing the right thing. Sure, sure. It's a family and, thing. And, uh, yeah, for sure. It was just a family thing to do. Um, anyway, so our family priest um, at the Presbyterian Church heard that I liked to draw. So he came by the house one day with 
markers and papers. And he was the first guy to give me like a proper set of markers, proper paper to draw on. Sure, sure. But I don't think he really <laughs> knew what he <laughs> had started. I don't think he really knew that what I liked to draw was the stuff that I was seeing in like, you know, Fangoria magazine or like, you know, horror, monster, film, famous you know monsters or 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 like jaws or darth vader i of mean i was course. really into star wars really i was really into like villains mm-hmm. and, and monsters <laughs> yeah you know more so than superheroes i mean i wasn't really into superheroes when i was a kid it was always you know my heroes were boris karloff you know that was my spider-man there's a know? certain segment of us that were kind of raised to like the monster and the villains you kind of identified with them whether mm-hmm. it was just that kind of loneliness you felt from being a horror fan and this is again back in the day when with a magazine like that or just a kind of a local access show where you could write into them and they yeah. would read your letters sure. over the air you know you'd see your letter in print i just picked up a fangoria today mm-hmm. and i'm just like oh my god you know it's like how many of us wrote into fangoria sure i have like actually I, I i found a, a letter that i wrote out when i was 16 to Fango that I never sent. Oh, really? Yeah, and it was all about Freddy's <laughs> nightmares and how 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 uh, how censored it was and how you know I mean sixteen year old me uh, getting you know uh, you know all righteous about censorship you know and and because it was nothing like the movies I mean it was really goofy I mean the TV series was really goofy but I, you know I was a huge Freddy fan back then mm-hmm. and and Jason and and Myers like slashers right like Tom Savini was like. He was Kubrick back then. You know what I mean? He was as big as like, yeah. you know, his name was bigger than the than the director's the name directors. on on the posters. So um, I was just really into all that stuff. And and horror movies, they're so visual, um, and and they're just the the. Just the storytelling um, is just so you know tangible and just I don't know I just that's what attracted me to the horror genre was just the visuals really because I was a vis- you know a budding visual artist I guess you could say you were drawn to it oh we also were all kind of around that age where we were all raised on the, like you said the VHS covers too oh completely the things that just drew you in we've got a, a friend of ours that runs it's called RottenRentals.com okay. and they recreate all these old VHS like tape covers. And it's just, they're just perfect. They're just beautiful. You know, they just call on that nostalgia. Absolutely. So what do you think was, do you remember your first actual horror film? See, that's tough. Is I mean, that, you know, it, 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 I do have a Jaws story that could have been one of my first horror films. Right. Because when I was very young, they showed it on TV. And the commercials leading up to the, to the you know the night that it aired you know it was huge it was like the music and 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 you know the you know that shot of the yeah going underwater and it's like i can't wait to see this movie like this is unreal so you know sure enough it's on at like eight o'clock it's a three-hour movie too Mm -hmm. by the way Mm -hmm. yeah so it's like it's on at eight you know and uh i started to fall asleep i mean i was pretty young maybe you know six to eight years old i don't even remember but i do remember this and it was sort of like I remember asking my parents, wake me up when they show the shark. Oh, God. Because they hadn't showed the shark (laughs) for so long, and I was probably nodding off, right? Because, you know, when you're a kid, you know, you just... You need to see the shark. You need, yeah, like, you know, you're not really, you're not, you're paying attention to the acting and yeah, the filmmaking. You don't care about the character cinematography. Right? cinematography. Let's hit the monster. Exactly. Yeah. So it's like a lot of talk, you know, and obviously it's, it's a brilliant film. And, oh, yeah. But as a six-year-old me, it's like, <laughs> right. where's the shark, man? Like, so I went to bed and my parents, when the shark came on, they, they ran up to the bedroom. They, they, they shook and shook me. I, they just could not wake me. So I missed. Oh, no, you missed this. Oh. I missed the rest of the movie. I slept through it. They, they just couldn't wake me up. I just would not, you know. I was done. I was like out like a light. And uh, so, of course, you know, later on, I was able to revisit Jaws. Of course. Uh, proper. Not, yeah. And do it proper. But um, that's one of my favorite movies for sure. Jaws is up there. Oh, it's, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's Spielberg. Just that is when he was young and hungry. The fact that all that stuff went wrong and yep. you get such a much better film out of it. Did yep. you ever read uh, the Peter Benchley novel? No, I had not. No. Yeah. It's, you know, it's a good source material, sure. but they get into some really weird, we, like we go on tangents on the podcast, they go on some really weird side plots in the novel. Sure. You get the mafia involved. Yeah, it's it's weird. Well, that's why I had to come back for four for revenge. <laughs> for revenge. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which actually, have yeah. you read the novelization? By time, it's personal. Right? Have you read the novelization for that one? Dun, 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 dun. That one actually talks about there was a voodoo curse put upon the Brodies, oh, which is sure. why, and it's the sharks that are these like uh, like agents of revenge, the guardians oh, of man. The- <laughs> this is just getting too it's too 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 far out from the you know <laughs> it was the uh, from a, yeah from the, a just a really good adventure from Amity there yeah, yeah they're just oh my god the curse was that one lady whose kid got eaten oh the, the <laughs> got a, the oh which which boy was it what was her name good lord uh, the not the Brady boy um, 
Oh, good lord! This is good. okay. Brady boy. Was it the Brady Boy? I don't think it was the Brady Boy. Anyway, Jaws, wonderful. Yeah, well, great was, movie. Uh, you, you mentioned slashes, though. Sure. Um, do you remember kind of your transition from the the high seas to the? I guess uh, so. You know, it, it was sort of like you know watching all that 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 family friendly stuff, like you know, like Universal monster stuff. Mm-hmm. Like it's not very scary. I mean, it, it may be when you're really young, it's 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 kind of freaky, but it's not really. I mean, it's very safe. It's very, built for a wide audience. Right. Built for a wide audience, and so the very first. A horror film that I think had a really profound impact on me was Text Chainsaw Massacre, you know, the 1974. Yeah. Uh, I saw that at a friend's house. You know, we were both getting into horror films at the same time. Again, I was pretty young, maybe 12, 13. And that was a game changer. Like, because it was like, it felt like, did I just watch a documentary? Yes. Am I watching a documentary? Like, this was, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen. And it absolutely, you know, blew me away. Yeah. And that just made me just that just solidified my love for horror. And then Dawn of the Dead as well. Mm. Uh, when I was a kid, that was a scary movie. When I was a kid, you watch it now, and it's like, <laughs> get the gonk going you know, on. and it's like it's very cartoony, right? Yeah. And it's sort of like, hey, that's 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 awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it's like there's so much humor in that movie. But when you're a kid, a lot of that stuff goes over your head. You're just mm-hmm. you're stuck in the world. Like you're you're looking at the zombies. They're really scary. Like when when uh, Roger comes back. Oh yeah, that's and, you know when he raises out of his. Bed, it's like that's that's powerful shit when you're a kid, you know. Yeah. So plus um, that just stuck the, with me. The good gory effects against yeah, Savini. Yeah, exactly. And and then so I became you know a fan of like anything he uh, did effects for. You know, I had to see and anything Romero did, anything Carpenter did. Again, I was what? like, and you know, I was like very young buying like horror magazines, and I was proud of it. I would bring the horror magazines to school. Like oh, everyone, yeah, everyone knew my love of horror. Like they really that's... did. And and also music. I mean. Um, I was really into uh, Kiss and Alice Cooper when I was a kid. Ozzy, you know, Black Sabbath. I mean, I was bringing that stuff to school. You know what I mean? I mean, no, I know. I, I loved you as a kid. You were that. You were my gateway friend. You're the <laughs> one that you know. You had that stuff, and you're like, come here, check this out. Yeah, check sure. This out. And, and and you know, a couple people you got on your side. And a couple people you didn't, but you know what? It's everyone. Nobody thought I was like super weird either, and which was good. That's um, always nice. But you know, I was. You know, everyone knew that I loved to draw. And also my one grade eight teacher, every Halloween, she would let me skip class to go to the library and draw like posters. So I have drawings from like 1986 when I was a kid of like Freddy and Jason. And, and, and it's like I look at these things now. And and and, I, and what I did was I I would project the image from a from a uh, what do you call those projectors the old those, yeah. the old, those oh, yeah. old projectors overhead projectors yeah the yeah. overhead yeah, projector the so I would take like a clip out of a magazine throw Freddy on there project it on the wall do just a rough tracing and then I would color the whole thing and and you know and I was like I don't know how like how old are you in grade eight right so oh yeah you're yeah you're 12, so she 13. would she she would like put them all on the wall like you know in her classroom and like I don't know it was it was, was kind of awesome. cool and 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 people <laughs> nobody picked picked on me about it you know what i mean like there was nobody that picked on me about it and everyone kind of thought it was kind of cool so i don't know that's that's just what i did i you know oh i made a freddy glove in shop (laughs) class in shop in shop okay and 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 i remember the 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 shop class teacher you know he was like look like i'm gonna let you make this thing because he knew what the nightmare on elm street films were so he, had, he knew the, the frame of con- yeah, context so he, and everything. He, he, you know i wasn't making a weapon right, right i was making you know a freddy glove you know because i love that opening intro it's beautiful that opening mm. intro is one of my favorite intros to a movie where he's just he's the blacksmith Forging his weapon, forging his weapon, right? And it's so well done, and it just sets the tone. And so, you know, here I am in in shop class making this thing out of like you know uh, sheet metal and folding over the end so it's not sharp, (laughs) right? And and you know making it you know as good as I could, you know, which was pretty shitty actually, but. So what do I do? So so when I'm done it, you know, uh, you know, my my teacher stresses that you know I could get in a lot of trouble for this, but you know, hey, he thought I was being creative, right? Right, and he didn't want to stifle. Yeah, that. he didn't want to stifle that. He, you know, he let me do it. So what do I do? First thing I do, I go down to the library and I start waving it around. <laughs> right, I'm showing it off. Right, I'm showing it off. And our principal walked in. Okay, and our principal, Mr. Crocker, he. <laughs> was an evil looking man he he was very tall 
and very like rugged looking, like 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 big black bushy eyebrows and 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 just like the an imposing man dude, man. And and just like you didn't want to screw with this guy. Like I don't know, like nobody. I I, I never liked him. I'm sorry, Mr. Crocker. I never liked you. <laughs> but um, so there I am waving the glove around, and he sees me from across the room, and he just stops and he looks at me like this. And then I, you know, I'm like a rabbit in headlights. I put the glove under a table like this. I'm hiding it like this now. But the thing is, he can see all the way across. He can see the glove clearly <laughs> under the table. So he walks over and he's like, come. He takes the glove. He's like, give me that. And I was like, just give it to him. Right. And he's like, follow me. We go to the office. They call my parents. They call. They, my mom happened to be home. They call my mom. And they said, uh, Mrs. Pullen, uh, you know, we have a situation here. Uh, we think that your son has brought a weapon to school. Oh, no. oh shit. Oh, no, so no, my no, mom, no. they didn't say what it was. So my mom's like in the car, really upset, going, Christ, did my son get his hands on a gun or like a knife? <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. And um, so she 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 goes to the to principal's office, and then they present her with my fucking <laughs> Freddy glove. <that laughs> I mean. and, and she looks at it, and she goes, oh, well... Haven't you guys ever seen the Nightmare on Elm Street movies? <laughs> nice. And they're like, no. What is this? Well, this is Freddy Krueger. Like, my mom knew who Freddy Krueger was, right? Right. And it's like, yeah. And, 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 and so they're like, oh, well, you know, he was waving it around. It's like, well, it's harmless. <laughs> And he's just, he likes movies. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and give it back. She says, give him the glove back. They wanted to confiscate it, right? They almost well, called the police. They all, they oh, were like, man. they were like a, you know, that phone call away from calling the police. And, and, and so, yeah, they, you know, my mom's just like, give that thing back. You know, he made it. You know, it's his. Don't be messing with and Mama I, I, never, I, I, ne I, ne I never brought it back to school after that. <laughs> you could always just threaten but, them with it, you know, just one day the glove may come back. Yeah, right. <laughs> and I kept it. I still have it. You do know? you still have that? I do still have it. Yeah, yeah. That's, still a, that's unreal, the fact that you actually had the opportunity to do that at a, that young of an age where mm. they would actually allow you to not even stifle any of that. Sure. That's, but so uh -oh. the next day. The shop teacher calls me into his office, and he was pissed. He swore, oh. right? He, oh, oh, he he was he like, actually, he goes, I got in a lot of shit for that. If an adult, I'll never like, forget that when he swore, right? Because yeah. teachers don't swear, yeah, right? <laughs> and uh, and he's like, I got in a lot of shit for that, and I just apologized as much as I could. I said, I know I'm really sorry, and. I would have liked to have actually like what did I say? I don't really quite remember. I just know that I did something really wrong, and I and I you know I I kind of you know I uh, went back on my word a little bit there and showed it off, and I shouldn't have done that. I should have just taken it right home and just showed the kids. The that, power uh, of Freddie just possessed you, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, started yeah, channeling yeah, yeah. him. Yeah, I guess so. You are all my children now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got the body, and I got, got the, the brains. Well, you know. Now, anyway, that's that's that's, a, that's a true story. That's that's not embellished whatsoever. No, that's I no. Are you kidding? I can actually completely see that because I can imagine all the while you're making this that entire like scene going through your head, bum, putting yourself bum, in that. Bum, yeah. Sure. Bum. I just you know, uh, it's it's just like you know, I just I just I was emulating what I loved. Yeah. Right. You know. I mean, I was, you know. It's just I just creative. I just wanted to be creative with with what I was watching, and I just somehow wanted to be involved, you know. And if and if it, you know, and it, you know, when the shop teacher's saying, "Hey, you know, you want to make a, you know, whatever," you I don't know what what did they? What did other kids make out of sheet metal? You know what I mean? Like plastic keychains. I was going to say, like yeah, at, at the best with yeah, something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, you're buffing a keychain. I was like, oh man, I want to make a Freddy glove. <laughs> Love What's that. next? Like a Jason Machete? A Jason Machete, you know. <laughs> Actually, yeah, you could do the uh, the box from Hellraiser. There you, you know? go. Yeah. Start getting intricate. Land it, configure it. Put it all. Yeah. Going. Put it on the other three D axis there. Um, so you you've got into all that at an early age. Um, were you were like were you one of the like we were very I was very fortunate I'll say this I had a VCR in my own room growing up I had cousins that worked at a local video store so I had oh, just great. like my run of all those kind of movies. Sure. Um, did you were you able to see them at home? Were you able to see things? Yeah, in the my theater? parents my parents were really cool with like you know my interests in horror. And, Apparently, and, and, you know, yeah, she had my back. Like a lot of parents would have been upset that their kid upset somebody, right. or that they caused a scene, or that mm -hmm. I'm so sorry, my child, and smack, 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 get home there. You know what I mean? No, my parents were like. Like, hey man, he just he made this thing. It's cool. Yeah. We're okay with it. So give yeah. it back, right? Right. But um, yeah, no. So my 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 mom especially was into um, 
uh, horror films and mainly books. Actually, she hmm. she read a lot. So um, she read, you know, Peter Straub, Stephen King, um, Kuntz. So when that stuff, when she was done, I'd pick it up yep. and I would read it. So you know, I, I read Stephen King, tons of Stephen King stuff when I was young too. So at the same time, I'm watching horror films and I'm reading Stephen King and Peter Straub. And uh, you're getting you know, an education. Pet, Pet Cemetery is one of my favorite all-time books. Uh, the Shining is one of my all-time favorite books. Um, you know, A Bad Place by Dean Koontz is one of my favorite books. And it's sort of like, yeah, so I was sort of, you know, my parents were cool with it. Um, because I wasn't behaving badly. You know right. what I mean? Other than, I guess, like waving a Friday glove around, you know, <laughs> in a school library. But, uh, you know, I wasn't like, you know. They didn't make it taboo. Right. So, it was so as soon as actually, you make it taboo, that's when things get like, weird. Yeah. Man. Like, ooh, yeah. Yeah. And then and then then you know so yeah, it was totally cool. Um, they've always been really supportive of you know my interests and things because I, they just like to see that I was doing something creative with it. I think yeah, something that you went again when you if you actually love it. It's not work, you know. It's just it's just another little sure. outlet that you get. Well, I, I mean, I will say this: I do love your artwork. I've enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, you have had the opportunity to put your own creative, you know, energy into so many good movies and franchises. We were going through Iconic it. Iconic images that and your own filter that just is like, just pops. It's oh, super thanks. cool. Thank yeah. I mean, we're, we're going through it. It was just like a list of like all of our favorite films. Yeah, he's, look at that. Oh shit, look at that. So <laughs> do you have anything on, you know, that you've worked with before that's kind of your favorite or anything that's out there that you haven't had a chance sure, to Sure, I mean, you know, like Freddie says, they're all my children, right? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> uh, yes. Um, no, it's, uh, yeah, I have my favorite stuff. Some of the work that I did at Rue Morgue, I'm really proud of some of the cover. Um, and you know let's face it they gave me my start you know I sure. started you know working at a horror magazine when I got out of design school and how was that I mean was that it was awesome yeah like uh, basically I got it just long story short I got out of design school I got a really great job at a design firm commercial art firm uh, doing like uh, they did beer labels and, and chocolate bars and, and, and clinical packaging for like you know med- medical products and all that stuff just packaging and so um, I, I was a junior designer and, you know, I was kind of working my way up with them. And then I went to a, a screening at a Fantasia Film Festival out of Montreal. I had to come to Toronto. This is like 1998. I okay. Think. And um, yeah, so Rue had already had three issues out. Um, and it was like a local Toronto magazine. Um, the editor-in-chief owner, Rodrigo Godino, was passing them out, like, you know, just on consignment, like by himself um, in the beginning. And um, so, yeah, he had a booth in the lobby. And so I was like, I'd already seen the magazine. A friend of mine, Aaron Lupton, who actually writes for the magazine now, we were roommates right way back when I first moved to Toronto. And so we were watching horror films, too. And so he found Rue Morgue, and he showed me it. I was like, oh, man, this is great. And this magazine's in Toronto? And so I'm like, I, I got to get involved, right? right anyway, right. so we're at, we're at a screening, and uh, and there they are in the lobby with the, the first three issues, selling the first three issues. So I just went up and, you know, I, I introduced myself and said I'm a graphic designer and I, I'd love to work for the magazine. I mean, you know, like, like, let's talk. So then, you know, sure enough, three days later, I'm in Rod's office, you know, showing him my portfolio, which back then was really shitty. I'd just gotten out of school. <laughs> okay. You know, it was nothing really. But, but, but I, you had a Freddy glove. But I had a Freddy glove. <laughs> yeah. but, but also in college, I was always working horror into my stuff. So one of our projects was to design Canadian stamps. And I did Hilarious House of Frightenstein stamps. Calling because, back because of, because, yeah. of, because of Billy Van and I actually you know wrote an email to Canada Post and saying you know like I just found their you know found their email on uh, you know or whatever like uh, some mm-hmm. contact on on a website back then 1990 website okay. and uh, you know I wrote a letter but never heard back and stuff so I don't know that's kind of one of my dreams is to actually really tribute Billy Van with a Canadian stamp because he really has made a huge impact on a lot of people uh, in the film industry, television industry, and also just kids uh, growing up. I sure. mean, that's got it's a real cult following there. But anyway, um, yeah, so, yeah, I just started working for Rumor. So I was moonlighting. So, like, I would, you know, I, I couldn't afford my own computer back then. So I, I would work at the design gig, get my shit done that I needed to do there. The bosses would go home, mm-hmm. and then I would start Rumor stuff. And then I was creating yeah. covers and, 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 and interior design stuff, logos and headings and ads when they needed an ad made and, and all that stuff. And uh, and then eventually, you know, Rod said, look, um, as soon as I can match your salary, which wasn't a hell of a lot back then, I'll hire you, you know, and if you'd like to come to work for me, I'll, I'll match the salary time. that you're making at, you know, the design yeah. firm. And, uh, and, 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 and sure enough, they did. And, and I was hired full time, I think in 2001, 2000, something like that. 
And uh, yeah, That's... and then I just kind of re. As soon as I got in there, I just changed the whole look of the magazine. You know, it was sort of like, oh, like, I, what do I get to play yeah, with? Yeah, like I Absolutely. was like, I just like, I can't wait to just dig in and 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 really like craft this thing from the start. And um, I was illustrating covers too, and and trying to like you know put my stamp on it that way. And you know we couldn't afford basil goes back then, so you know. Um, you know, hey, I'll do it, you know. Sure, sure. What have I done? I'll do it. Like, you know, it's like, uh-oh. But, um, you know, I did my best, and and, 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 and it worked out. And, yeah. and and so, yeah, I stayed I stayed with the magazine a very long time, and, 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 and they're still doing very well, and, and, and they still make a great magazine, great people there. And, um, yeah, I write for them now. Actually, I have a column, an art column. The art column. Um, yeah, right. the Fright Gallery, and, and so I get to interview some of my heroes. That's cool. And uh, feature, you know, also feature up and comers or this or that, you know, do maybe a topical thing, dissect a poster. One of my favorite articles I wrote for them was uh, dissecting the Halloween poster. Um, the um, uh, Robert Gleason was the original illustrator with the the staccato uh, pumpkin knife thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. You actually just yeah. Got I, that. I got that. And I got to sign my. PJ. I got to. I got to tell you something. Just to go on a tangent again here. Mm. Yeah. You got to look at the hand on that poster. Take a look at that hand again. Have you got it here? Yeah. Go get it. <laughs> Even Give me better. a second. Oh, no. no. Can we do I'm gonna kind blow, of an exclusive? I'm yeah. going to blow your mind. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay. So, any of our listeners at home, yeah. Genius is now breaking out the poster. He got signed by PJ, which was great. Yeah. Which, PJ Souls is here. Yeah. And Tony Moran. Oh, that's right. Who, Tony, yeah. Who is a character, Yeah, he is. Man. Did you see him do karaoke last night? We heard about it. <laughs> that's okay. Now. Okay. So, we've got the poster in so front of us So, we're seeing the poster here. here. So, now, we're going to focus in on the hand here. Okay. Now, you see the way the knuckles are? Yes. You see the second knuckle there? Mm-hmm. That looks like a nose. I'm gonna oh, stand no. up for a sec. Well, oh, I can't. No. bring it okay. over to me, there, like, genius. Like, this is see the eye? Right here. Yeah, you see the face? The see mouth, the mouth? The eye yeah, right yeah, there. you got it. Okay, I hold totally on. I am looking. Oh, yeah, good this God! Is, this is the nose. This is this the, is the mouth. That's like the he's the like mouth. an open mouth. Yeah. Holy that's, shit! Do you see the face now? Gary? It's like he's looking. My up. mind is blown. My mind has been blown. Oh my God! Okay, so if any for our listeners, let me challenge you because once you see it, you're never gonna unsee it. Absolutely. Oh my God! So I had the opportunity to interview Robert Gleason, and so I asked the question. (laughs) I said, "I said, okay, when you look at the um, hand on the poster, I see a face, and I always thought it was on purpose." You know, I always thought it was like the shape because in the script he would have been referred to he as was the, the shape. shape. Yeah. So I was sort of like, was that on purpose or happy accident? And he said, total happy accident. It's just the way the shadows fell, you know? Really? And he's like, you're not the first guy that's noticed it. And I was like, cool, because I thought it was crazy, right? <laughs> exactly. And um, I'm seeing faces and things not, in the television. Yeah, to like, do stuff. And, and I did Google it and I found a message board where one the other guy was talking about it somewhere. And I was like, man, it's like, I kind of wanted it to be on purpose in a way, you know? Of course, but, of course. But, but, um, a little Easter egg yeah, in there. Yeah, sure. But it's not. But I cannot, every time I look at that poster, it's just, it's that next level of terrifying. Because yeah. it looks like a scary face. Yes, yeah. it does. The way the veins and the knuckles fall. I am. I will never not. Un- I'll never not see that now. That's I have a- that poster behind me in my studio, and, oh. and it's 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 one of my favorite illustrated posters of all time. Yeah. I, I, it's beautiful on its own, but now actually seeing that, it just adds. We just did a Halloween retrospective uh, with Justin Beam. He's done a lot of stuff for like um, Scream and Shout Factory. With sure. him. he was just that Halloween expert. I think I'd mentioned. Yes, that you I'll, did. Yeah, yeah. I, I, Justin, I don't know if you're listening, but did you know that? Because let us let him t- tweet us. Yeah, we want to know. Incredible. We want to know that worth the price of admission at you this know, point like those, for days. Those, of di- those yeah. things that those three D things in the newspaper where you had to stare real close at it, and then the further it, away it got from your eyes, it became like this thing you could like a three D right. thing you could reach into. It's a sailboat. <laughs> exactly, the scooter is a sailboat. <laughs> But oh I don't know. It's one of those things where it just like it's it's always just stuck with me. And, so have uh, no. I've got to ask then. Have you ever purposely done anything like that? With sure. Him? Yes. Um, D- there's a psycho poster I did for Gallery 1988. Um, if yeah, Jensen Carp and all those yeah, cats. Yeah. yeah. And um, it was uh, for their Psycho show. Um, and it was a screen print uh, poster uh, of Psycho. And um, I I hid uh, a cameo in there by. Uh, a cameo by Mr. Hitchcock. Now, if you can get it up, um, is, it with, is it with the eyeball? Yes. Okay. That's it. Yeah, that's it. So you're probably gonna have, you know, you got to look for him. All right. We're we're on a computer screen here, so it's just not quite the same. However, okay. Let me see if I can. This is here, absolutely exhilarating uh, podcasting here, folks. As we're doing a visual experiment here, but all you need to do is just Gary Pullen Psycho and eyeball one. 
All right, yeah, yeah see, you're on the right one. It was the eyeball one yeah. with, this, with the drain. It's doing a weird. It's a drain, but also an eyeball thing, thing here. Hold on, we've got some others. There we That's go. Okay, it. okay. Now, give me a hint. Was it's it? It's in the eye. It is in the eye. Okay. okay. Oh, good lord. Can I just say that also is just a beautiful, beautiful print, man. Like, where did the inspiration from that initially stem from? Um, just the drain. So the eye is the drain of the shower. Ah, got that. Did you? Okay. So now the blood. Is twirling into the drain, mm-hmm. and I there snuck. it is. I see him. You he's see on him? the side. Yeah, you got Damn it. it. He's on the left. Damn he's it, right genius! Is he? He's that's him. Dun 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 dun. Right there. There it is. Right there. Oh you my. got it right. That. So I snuck that in just that's because. That's super of, cool. That's. See, okay, Ooh. this is the kind of shit that our listeners Ooh. love, man. This is looks. Jesus is hyped right but now. But see, you know how many Damn. people have that on their wall and haven't seen it yet? Of course. Or like you know, may never see may that. never see it. Yeah, why but not? It doesn't erase the fact that you. That's see, now that to me, <laughs> that to me is just something that you're you know you're paying respect and homage yeah, to you know the yeah. greats, but doing it with your own flavor. Um, is there now in some of the festivals that you've done, um, Texas Frightmare, sure. Toronto After Dark? Some of those are just amazing as well. Oh, I gotta um, tell you, this day's of the dead poster is rad. Oh, thanks dude. a lot. It is <laughs> rad. It was a fun one. You know, we had to come up with something like non. You know, uh, couldn't use any intellectual property. Like right. we couldn't throw Elvira on the poster. You know what I mean? Because right. we, there's rights issues and stuff like that. Um, or we just wanted to stay away from it, and so we just wanted to come up with something cool and spooky. So. Uh, the poster is like a uh, vomiting uh, skull, uh, vomiting, vo- vomiting people uh, over the skyscape uh, scrape of uh, you know Chicago, and uh, so you know the, the I guess the the you know the tagline for the party is you know where horror comes to party, so that's kind of where that idea came from. It's yeah. kind of appropriate. It's kind of appropriate. Yeah. No, this is. I mean, I'm near dark. Which I'm just like that's so cool. That's the Near Dark was always one of oh, my yeah, uh, the one with Lance Henry, yeah Henry litmus test uh, movies back in the day for yeah, you know sure. people like before the internet you yeah know, just yeah in terms of you know how yeah. cool are you yeah um, Life Force is what I saw on there <laughs> which yeah that's is, my brother's favorite film oh that's, my brother's here this weekend we're oh, having a great time but it, Life Force is his favorite film I was oh, hoping, we were yeah that we've gone on record cool saying movie. how we've loved that movie I was hoping someone would cosplay as Matilda May <laughs> but sadly you know it just never no yeah cosplay as Matilda May yeah that'd be nice. I'll tell you. Well, oh, go on. No, no, go ahead. Um, no, there's just I don't know. It was, is there any property on there that you've worked with now? At some point, you're just like, ah, this is the one that I've been wanting to, you know, to interpret. Yeah, I'm actually working on one right now for Waxwork Records, a soundtrack design that I'm really, really excited about. It's one of my favorite uh, films. I can't say what it is. Oh, okay. okay. Waxwork's it's... very, you know, they 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 they're very methodical on how they announce their releases. So I don't want to. I don't want to get into trouble, but of course um, not. it's it's a it's a it's an awesome awesome slasher film. That's that's all I can say. Cool, um, one of my favorites, and uh, yeah, it's it's a good one. So that that I was really excited about, um, you know, being approached for, um, you know, yeah. I mean, I did uh, a Nightmare on Elm Street poster for Mondo, like a Nightmare on Elm Street again. Of course, we talked earlier. We we yeah. gave that one away at a uh, oh nice because we host at Alamo. Yeah, and so they had a Mondo one of your There's a screen, a thirty-five millimeter screening, oh, and then excellent. that was like, and then that your beautiful poster was like the grand prize, and like the guy came down and he literally was like, "Hey, we're gonna take a picture," and it's just me and him holding the thing, and then he's like pulling it, and I was like, <laughs> I had a little yeah, bit yeah. of resistance. Yeah, like, yeah, uh-huh. I gotta give this shit away. Uh-huh. Man. Well, that's nice. I'm glad that people liked it. Yeah, it, it seemed to get a you know a good good response, and um, you know it sold out. You know, and then uh, and then I I had some copies here at the show actually. Um, they're gone now. Are I, they? I, I brought about maybe four copies, and now they're all gone. I'm, so. Yeah, I'm so, yeah, that's not a surprise actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's, it's interesting just with the kind of the uh, the 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 I guess the the current trend of uh, all these companies re-releasing all these old horror scores, but the need for this customized artwork now. You know, whether that or just some of the DVD releases now that yeah. you see, mm-hmm. you're getting these custom artwork which as a collector and a fan i fucking love cool. you know i just cannot get enough of that that's to me why i putting, seek this stuff out putting something new on an old favorite yeah yeah and, and it's nice as an artist to be able to sort of tell my own stories through the eyes of like wes craven or mm-hmm. like the eyes of john carpenter you know what i mean those are their stories i'm just you know reinterpreting i like i feel like you know um i'm telling my story with their property mm-hmm. and uh it's a lot of fun i mean i just i love thinking conceptually i've always kind of like you know concept is key and 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 that's kind of how i approach a lot of things um 
and you know so I'll work out like you know maybe like three to six to eight sometimes you know uh, ideas present those and then you know we zero in on one you know right um, and then and then we go for it and um, you know it, it's just it's it's just it is really enjoyable like you know I I'm 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 really you know um, you know, blessed to, to be doing this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, anytime I get a phone call from, you know, Mondo or Waxwork, you know, I'm just like, oh, this is, I can't believe that they're calling me for this, you know, or, or it's like, oh, okay. You know, like I get really, really excited, like, you know, so, um, yeah, it's just, it's a lot of fun to be able to sort of like, you know, Hey, I got to do a creep show thing, but there's also a lot of pressure. <laughs> of course. Right. Um, of course. like, so sometimes it's, 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 it's a lot, sometimes it's a lot of pressure. And then sometimes it's like, I know what I'm going to do. And and then I you know depending on the idea like it can take uh, two weeks to draw like that creep show record mm-hmm. that that took like probably a couple of months of you know working with waxwork uh, you know getting everything um, what they needed like you know um, sort of like hey we got to do a booklet kind of thing and I, that's so cool I know and I'm I like love yep that. yep yep let's do it you know and uh, but yeah it was a, you know it was, a, it was a lot of work to to you need the time to draw that stuff so um but I'm having a blast at the same yeah. time yeah. and it's like. Well, I mean, first and foremost, you're a fan. Yeah. I mean, you were, you know, like you said, you were practically raised sure. on Cause, this. Because it's amazing how you can just capture the entire essence of a movie mm-hmm. or the whole mythos of a character or just one, the whole gravitas of one pivotal scene, just Absolutely. all in one. Like your psycho, like right. um, your fright night. Like, and that's, yeah. what, that's what a poster needs to do. You know, like writers and directors, you know, they, they're telling a story with thousands of images, mm-hmm. moving images. I need to tell a story with one image. Right. Yeah. Right. So you got to get the tone down and hopefully you're nailing it. I mean, you know, not every poster I've done has, you know, been like the greatest thing ever, but some of the stuff I've done, I think have been, you know, pretty cool and at least a success in my eyes. And it's like, Hey, if it's resonating with the fans of that film, mm-hmm. that means even more because as a fan, like it's like um, J.J. Abrams redoing Star Wars. Oh, mm-hmm. You know he doesn't want to f that up. No, right? no, you yeah, know that's some pressure, <laughs> right? So he, he, yeah. So I mean, he's the right guy for the job, right? And that's kind of like you know when we're reinterpreting these movies, it's like, well, geez, you know, potentially like Stuart Gordon could see this reanimator thing. It's be- got to be good. It's I got to make it good, right. of course. You know, and and fans of the movies, like you'll be lambasted if 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 you know, oh, or just now, ignored. No, right? no, yeah, yeah, on the internet, please. You know, like there's any hateful things. Yeah, out there yeah, with that. right. <laughs> it's well, a happy one. No right. negativity on the internet. Not these at all. Days. Not at all. Well, you mentioned uh, the process, and I want to know if you could tell us a little bit about the process of the one that's coming out here pretty soon, and it has been uh, announced. So I know we're not, but the uh, Friday the Thirteenth part three. Oh man yeah the 3d cover here guys if you have not seen it check it out because this looks amazing what was that like you know on it? it was great like um so yeah again waxwork said you know uh we got a friday title for you and like even last year they were like we want you to do a friday the 13th because we're releasing all the friday 13th scores and i'm mm-hmm. like no way like you got to get me on one because they'd already done the one that jay shaw did that beautiful the first record with the eyeball and yes the, oh, oh it's, God, it's amazing yeah, that, yes that's really and, good uh, you know he's another guy out there just hitting homers and uh so you know i you know and then part two came out which kelly's designs really great great too and it's like shit man so but we knew what like kevin already at waxwork kind of had this idea to do a lenticular cover mm-hmm. he's like it's gonna be lenticular i'm like awesome <laughs> how the hell do we do that <laughs> you bet it will be. Uh, <laughs> right, how do right. I do that? Right, and it's like you know what it it was it wasn't that bad honestly. It was uh, we just had to figure out how to layer the file, mm-hmm. and I had to draw each um, element on its own layer. Um, so basically, uh, you, you it's hard to see in the preview. Soon enough, he'll show like a proper shot of the cover, but it's Jason coming through the theater screen. Uh, you know, reaching out through the theater screen uh, with the glass and, and weapons coming mm-hmm. out too. All the weapons, it's all weapons that were in the movie too. Kind of fun. And uh, and also the, the audience uh, is in there too. And so it's That's it cool. was kind of inspired That's by cool. the House of Wax poster, like the one where he's coming out. I think mm-hmm. he's holding a candle or so. I don't even know. But like there's a House of Wax poster where like, you know, the killer's coming out of the movie screen. And that's was the inspiration, inspiration behind this one and uh you know i snuck some things into the cover too so that like, oh okay so i, I hit some challenge so the characters in 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 the uh in the audience just you know see what you can find oh, in Christ. there is shelly in yeah, there yeah i was gonna say what about shelly <laughs> yeah <laughs> but it's tough because you're not seeing their face i had to draw them kind of like just... like side looking towards the screen so we're seeing everyone's the backs of their heads okay so right we're so more but but I tried to make them recognizable characters. So nice. yeah, it's, it's it was fun to put stuff like in. Favorite the, entry of Friday the Thirteenth. I gotta go part four. Man. Part four, because um, you know I just think it's the most uh, 
I don't know. There's something about it. It's just a little more serious. It's it's got a really cool tone to it. Um, uh, I love um, Ted White's portrayal of Jason. I think he's the best Jason. No, I'm getting in trouble over no, no, here. No, 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 no. I know. Are you? When it comes to Jason <laughs> worship and everything, it's so subjective, you know. But yeah, part four. I think you get better characters. Some that you actually kind of care for. Yeah. Um, they're not just characters. I mean, you know, freaking uh, 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 Mr. Glover. You know, Crispin there. Crispin. Yeah. I mean, yeah. The dance is good, but also like Savini came back to do the yes, film too yeah. to kill Jason, which you know, I mean, just that alone is is it makes it pretty cool. Little Tommy Jarvis. Um, yeah, yeah. Like Corey Feldman's. Really, he's actually really good in it. I, he is, you know, he's effective. Yeah. I just thought everything about. I love that crane shot at the beginning, at the beginning. of the movie. You know, and Joe Zito. I mean, you know, he brought like, some gravitas. Yeah, yeah, he brought because, some chops. Yeah, because like I, you know, I like the Prowler too, and um, I don't know. I just part four is probably my favorite. It's the one I watch the most. So we, we do. And part three is very good too. But I, to me, it's the first four movies just kick ass. And then I think you know part five kind of fell off a bit, but I know it has its own special fan base too. So I don't want to offend you, Friday Five fans. <laughs> You know, they because there's some bunch. cool there is there are some cool things about part five for sure, and then you get into part six, which I like. Part six kind of comes back for me a bit. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like really cool. It's got like a it's almost like a Universal monster film. It's, it is. You know, it's, I always called it a horror comedy. Sure, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it is. It's really really funny, and it's just you know it's it's really tongue in cheek mm-hmm. and great makeup and uh, yes. you know res- great kills, great kills. Yep, yeah. and then you know part seven. <laughs> What kind of fell off, you know, a bit, but awesome, awesome Jason. The, oh. the best thing about part seven mm-hmm. is the sort of the zombie Jason. Mm-hmm. Kane Hodder breathing life into him. Yes. You know, quite literally. Yeah, actually, yeah. And I, you know, I think Kane's very good as Jason. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But it's sort of like, yeah, I don't know. Ted White just always, I just like the way he moves and he's just very like, I don't know. He's just got like a, a, a gate to him or something. Well, like, I, I think those films are also back when they were still kind of scary. Mm-hmm. Um, part two for me is the, for me, it's kind of the best one of the franchise just because I think it's very scary. But I always argue that Friday the 13th has the best like franchise because you've got standalone movies in part one, part five, part nine even. Then you have the human <laughs> the hidden Jason one. trilogy. Two, three, and four. Mm-hmm. Then you have the zombie Jason trilogy in six, seven, and eight. And right, you got, but Zom- you just got all these various it's ways true. you can watch the series. It's true. It's yeah. It's, it's and 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 you know, I'm sure there's like like super fans of like you know Jason goes to hell out there. Oh, right? guaranteed. And, and guaranteed. And it's it's like you know, it wasn't really a Friday movie for me, but um, you know, I mean, um, yeah, like part two's got that great line in it too, where it's like, "There's somebody in the fucking room." That that line, like like goosebumps. Right. She's, it's so it's so scary. Oh, oh Amy was it Amy Steele? Yeah. That, oh, what, that last there's the last scene when she's running down the hill, and you just see it through the window, and you see her run down, and she's trying the door. Then you just see Jason running down the end, and I don't know what it was. Just seeing him, that scared the shit out yeah, of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. But part four is the one we showed for a movie marathon we did at our house. Cool. We did uh, Friday the Thirteenth Part Four. Nightmare on Elm Street Part Three, Texas Chainsaw Massacre Part Two, and then Halloween. And you know what I forgot to mention too? I did I did a Friday Four poster for Mondo too. It was the Jason kind of like uh, right up close. He's burst through the door. Oh Jesus! Um, and and you know he's got a machete and it's really coming at you now. That the, one there, yes. You see it there? Yep. Yeah, that's the one there. Now. I, I wanted to get his mask markings right and all that, mm-hmm. but uh, some of the concepts I showed had Corey Feldman in it. Like I had another one where it was like half of Jason's mask kind of broken away, but you could see Corey Fel- uh, sorry That's Tommy. Cool. You could see his face behind it too. But we didn't have rights for this stuff. I had another version of the poster with like the dance, Crispin Glover's silhouetted dance <laughs> with him and his girl at the bottom of the oh, underneath the logo. Yes. But it's like. Right, it had to go. Like yeah. it's just a little out there, right? Maybe, maybe too indulgent. Right, but here I am going. What would Friday Four fans like to see, of man? Course. Yeah, let's get him in there. Let's get Tommy on there. But ultimately, <laughs> you know, we just we just went for kind of a, that kick ass. Here he is, right in your face. Mm-hmm. You know, I call that one "Here's Jason." You know, Here's- it's that. It's sort of that. <laughs> that was what I called the concept when I sent them to Mondo. So, um, yeah, and uh, it worked out great. You know, I mean. Um, yeah, it was just it's, it's a lot of fun, but I'm really really stoked about that uh, waxwork uh, Friday uh, release. I'm, I'm anxious as um, well because the labels are you know you can do fun stuff with the labels too. That you know the 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 format of, of designing for vinyl is really exciting, a lot of fun for for guys like me because we can really do some interesting things with the gate folds and 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 all that. And that's the thing as a collector, I'm beyond excited for it because I guess I don't know you know there's a whole. The piracy issue is a huge thing right now, but I think there's something to be said for people that still 
of a certain age that seek out this phys- the physical stuff, mm-hmm. you know, stuff that they can they can collect. They can go over, pour over, look at the little details. Right. Um, I was always, I'm still am a huge Iron Maiden fan, and yeah. looking at those old Derek Riggs. Derek Riggs, yeah. Those old got to like, meet him. Did you? I did. Yeah. Oh, Horrorhound weekend. Really? Yeah. Was he was he okay to talk he, about yeah, Maiden he, stuff? Or? Uh, he was okay with me, but a lot of people came to my booth. Um, I did have a booth there, and a lot of people came up and said, you know what, uh, he's been kind of rude actually, well, and that's disappointing. That's, you know, it's like it's like. Um, you know, it's easier to be nice. Sure. And and you know what? You're you're you know, you're you're you were probably flown in and they're probably giving you your hotel. Right. And they're you're probably not paying to be here. You know, hopefully you've got a per diem. You, you know, they're buying mm-hmm. your meals. Mm-hmm. And it's like if you're gonna be rude to your fans, that shit gets around, man. It circulates yeah. fast. It especially does. nowadays. Good lord. You yeah, know, yeah. I would be. All it takes is just like one one internet post. And you're a bad guy, right. or just like well, look what happened with um, uh, Andrew Bernerski. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what prime a shame. Ex- prime mm-hmm. example. What a you know? crime. You know, you know, like you know. Anyway, <laughs> that's I know. It's right. okay. That's uh, the, the, we don't we won't open that Pandora's box. Right. Yeah, but it's interesting though. Just and we kind of mentioned before, just the etiquette now in conventions. You know, I'm kind of just familiarizing mm-hmm. myself. But a lot of it seems common sense. Um, it all is. Yeah. And, and you know, because you've been on both sides at this point. You know, mm-hmm. just some, so, sure. So what? Any good. No horror stories per se, but like you know, uh, what would you s- suggest to the fans out there, just in terms of etiquette? Tips, tips, <laughs> etiquette tips. I, I don't know, man. I mean, everyone's been really cool. Have like, they? Yeah. So um, okay, that's good. That is. I, I guess one one thing is um, <laughs> people will just stand at your booth and just talk to you for like a long time, though. Like like fifteen minutes is cool, but it's like when you're trying to sell or like you've got somebody waiting and, and they're they're eager. Right. You gotta engage. Uh, you gotta engage and, and you don't wanna be rude to cut somebody off. You know, but it's sort of like try not to, you know, get you know, it's cool to interact when it's slow and stuff sure. like that, but you've got people that just you know, it's it's ox can be awkward, and and some people can be awkward. I mean, yeah. but you know, if that's as bad as it gets, then it's that's real, a good day. That, right? That's a good day. You know, I mean, everyone's been really cool. Deodorant, wear deodorant. I will say ah, this. I will say ah, this. Ah, Between the wear uh, fucking deodorant. The Comic Con, con- the, the normal kind of like sci-fi broad geeks versus the horror geeks. We've noticed that um, hygiene has been a little bit better here, yeah. which is good. So yeah, yeah, exactly. I, know, I thankfully, you know. No, like stink bombs walking by, but you know it happens. <laughs> like, you know, I did hear Kane Hodder. Kane had like Hodder a f- had fart in a can. Fart in a can. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's you know obviously he's a pro at these conventions, so he knows how to liven things up and stuff like that. And and you know, um, but um, and so you 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 do the 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 con scene quite a bit, right? Because I was going through your website over the past and, couple yeah. of years. I have I kind of made it a thing because I I I you know I have inventory that I can sell. Sure. And uh, I like meeting the people that buy my artwork, you know. I yeah. feel like it's sort of like my little reward after, like, you know, hard work. Of course. And, um, and, and you know, my stuff's getting out there more, um, you know, in the past couple of years, too. So yeah. it's like, you know, if somebody calls me and says, hey, we want it, like, you know, like Days of the Dead, like, out of the blue. They, they emailed me and said, hey, you know, we've been seeing your work, and we, we'd love to have, like, you as our guest artist, you know. That's cool. And, you know, we'll, we'll take care of everything, and, and what do we need to do? And, and, and they said, and then they also asked, if we could do a show poster so i said okay i'll tell you what uh why don't we just kind of do a straight trade on that and and that's how it worked out um nice. and other cons have just brought me in as a guest you know just just because um because i've been doing sure a lot of stuff that people have been enjoying and well bad word gets around but good word good gets word around as well sure. yeah. You know? yeah and, and i'm starting to kind of notice that more and more and and one of my things was that look i want to i want to go do more cons you know i want to um just get out there more, yeah. you know. I mean, because I could just slave away in my office twenty four seven and 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 not, you know, you know, get out there and do stuff. I'm a fan of these things too. Like, yeah. you know, I'm not like a huge autograph hound. I don't pay for autographs, but what I do like to do is is meet people sure. that, that like my artwork um, that I've engaged with online, um, and and also meet people in the industry. Because guess what? You may walk get walk out with a job. Mm-hmm. You know. Every like and that's happened, you know. I mean, like MondoCon's really good for that. I did MondoCon twice in a row. Amazing. You, okay, I, oh, I was that was one I really wanted to go to. I just couldn't make the time. I'm I'm standing around all my favorite it, artists, you know, and 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 they become peers, and that's just that's, like. Well, you guys have your own community, you know, I would assume. Oh, absolutely, yeah, and and you know we just have a great time with all those guys down there, and yeah. and you know they they you know Mondo knows how to run a con and. 
you know, man, they, they're just so great to their artists. I mean, and, and it's just a lot of fun and we're all just kind of celebrating everybody and, and we're, we're celebrating, you know, the work that we've done mm-hmm. and that they've done, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, it's not, you know, not to get too Sammy Maudlin show about it, but it's, it's, you know, like it is, it's a nice pat in the back, you know, after all this hard work, because, you know, like we're, we're, we're out there telling our own stories too, right? Mm-hmm. Well, that was the best part was uh, I uh, bought the Creep Show record, went and saw Erica and Zach, and they're like, hey, you know, Gary's down there. I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, just go say hi. I was like, okay. And just went over there, and you were just as nice as could be. You're like, you want me to sign that for you? I'm like, All right, sure, you know. I was just like, I just like that. In fact, that now you're just chatting with us. You right. know, that's there's something to <laughs> well, be said. I, I, I do appreciate it, too, though. Like, and... and um, I know that it's it's gonna it's 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 beneficial for me too to you know be on a podcast like this with other listeners and and if they can connect with me somehow and 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 they can sort of hear me talk about things and say you know hey that that guy sounded really cool I, yeah. I should go check out his artwork and and that's kind of what I want to project like um I don't want to be a dick to people I'm not you know that's even my- when I'm in a bad mood at the booth or like you know I've had a couple too many last night and, I, and I'm miserable <laughs> you know what I I'm I'm standing up I'm not on my phone looking yeah. at my phone when people are walking by I'm standing up I'm ready to like you know engage and, and, interact, and just yeah. because they're you know potentially gonna pay me for that mm-hmm. and and I want people to have a good experience when when they meet the artist behind their their favorite piece of art because. You know, I know what it's like meeting somebody that I admired that was a total dick. And yeah. it's like, you know what? Bye. Like, you know, I have a hard time, you know, supporting you now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, good luck with that, you know. But when you meet somebody like, say, Alice Cooper, who really treats everybody like, you know, they matter. they're his pal, yeah. you know. Well, that's- and, and, and that's how you do it, man. And that's how you do it. And because they're going to walk away going, that, that guy was really cool. And they, 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 you know, they got that print they mm-hmm. wanted. And, and the fact that the artist is, is you know, quote unquote, nice guy or mm-hmm. whatever, it makes a difference, I think. No, I agree. And also horror fans are some of the most loyal fans yeah. out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is always just, a, just I think, just the biggest like, we compliment. Just, we to love them. what we love. Yeah. We love what, yeah, you love what you love and, and you're loyal to the things that you love. And, and you know, and I, I'm a very loyal guy, I think, you know, um, in life in general, I, I think. And I try to be. Or at least, you know, I, I just, you know, I just try to, try to, you know, just be positive yeah even when things aren't so positive sometimes like i said you've got a good perspective on things man and that goes a long way you try to but then there's times yeah. where it's like i'm going crazy like you know you're only like, human man yeah, you know right. I mean? <laughs> yeah. but i have to i got to give you props man you've got some wonderful buttons on your jacket you've got a silver shamrock <laughs> on there my, which, my my button game that's okay yeah. <laughs> i've got the patch the, the halloween three love i love that research absolutely of it. see there's a poster i would like to do mm. um you know i would love to do a halloween three poster yeah. uh it's such a standalone movie i'm a fan of the movie movie yeah so i would love to 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 kind of tackle something like that but um yeah you know it's it's just you know there's lots of stuff out there that 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 i would just love to get my hands on and and and, you know try to like you know just do a piece of art and see how it goes or we're throwing it out there guys come on little little season of the witch gary's way (laughs) here that would be good Uh, i don't want to take all your time i know you you know you had everything so thank you for coming and talking with us yeah no problem guys great i mean yeah like i said it's it's (laughs) honor to have you here man (laughs) thanks thanks it's been a real pleasure thanks and again yeah get again remind our listeners where they can find you out on sure it's just ghoulishgary.com or garypullin.com take you to the same site uh, my wife designed my site god bless her she's a brilliant um, uh, internet uh, developer um, so yeah she, she she designed my site and uh, programmed it and it, it's, it's it's a brand new site this year Excellent. I got a store um, that will be we just moved into a house so I had to shut my store down the past oh, couple shit. weeks uh, while we get settled but I'm going to be relaunching the store nice. and, and, and on Twitter it's just at uh, ghoulishgary and then on Instagram it's at ghoulishgary perfect well yeah. hopefully you get a few more followers out there cool. people digging your art well, again thanks. thank you for the, taking the time to come in and talk oh with you're us. very welcome uh, genius until we have a next lucky person to come in uh, we'll be signing off here again till our next victim <laughs> indeed we'll talk to you soon guys Bye.